Hello, welcome. Uh, this is the second week now of the uh, the Saturday show. Um, for those that didn't join in last week, so we're basically going to go ahead and use Mark as our expert, as we like to call him. Um, look at the the weekend games that are on Sky. Um, Mark's going to pick some sort of matchups where we think the games could be won or lost. What's a good matchup in there? Um, and then we predominantly start to look at some of the fantasy stuff. Um, so again. Mark's our expert there, as you'll see towards the end of this episode, how good I am. Um, but um, it's it, this is mainly for our sort of easy watchers or the guys that are just getting into it. You know, those ones that get their fix from the sky fixtures and not just looking at their own teams. Um, any questions, feel free, fire them in. We've got Bones in the background producing. He'll fire the questions on. I've got some questions from the group as well that we'll touch on later, fantasy related. Um, so I suppose without further ado... Thanks again, Mark, for joining us. Nice to have you back on. Um, first fixture, Jets Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Sorry, we're a little bit late today. Technical issues. No one, <laughs> you know, just how life is, isn't it? it? Throws you some fucking curveballs. But look, hey, we've got it sorted out in half an hour. What a great team we are, you know. Um, yeah, the Jets Falcons. Whew. I don't know about you, Tom, but I'm not really enthused by this slate of UK games that we've got this year. <laughs> You know, like obviously we're going next week yeah. for the Jags, Dolphins. And I was quite excited to see at pre-season when we were talking about going. I was quite excited about the Tua Lawrence matchup. But, yeah. you know, the way Irvin Meyer's calling offence and the fact that Tua might not even be fit. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm potentially getting excited about whatever Irvin Meyer throws up for Trevor Lawrence and then... Um, <laughs> And fucking Jacoby Brissett, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's it's we pick the we pick the best of a bad bunch in the two games, but you're right, we've sort of been hampered a bit, aren't we? The the two of thing will be disappointing if you don't make it. I do want to no. see a shootout between them two, but it's gotta be a good experience. My first time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing you guys and going down with the lads and you know, we're meeting a few up down there, aren't we? So we're down mm-hmm. there if you wanna come or if you go in. Fire a message to us on our socials and we'll see if we can meet some of you. Uh, yeah. I've, been, I've been a meet already who I'm meeting down there. Um, an Arizona fan. So I'm going to be, he's going to be wearing his Kyla Murray shirt. <laughs> so you know I'm going to like that. So I'm, because uh, I, I, I love Kyla Murray. So yeah. Anyway, let's go back to this week's slate of games. Jets and Falcons. Oof. What to look for in this game? Um, Let's take the fault inside the ball first, there, Tom, and we'll come up to we'll come up to the Jets afterwards. Let's touch on a few things that are happening with the Falcons at this moment in time. So the let go of Julio Jones in the offseason, banking on Calvin Ridley having the same kind of production or more than he had last year. We've seen this before from teams when they've moved on from a number one wide receiver, hoping that their number two wide receiver will be able to increase his production. I think we saw that at Pittsburgh when they moved on from Antonio Brown and they had Juju Smith-Schuster, who was getting 1,000-yard seasons and they thought, well, we'll just maintain that. Yeah. But, of course, what they don't realise is, is when you've got an all-pro wide receiver like Julio Jones or Antonio Brown on the perimeter, it means that people like Calvin Ridley and Juju Smith-Schuster were seeing largely single coverages. Yeah. You know, the, the teams were doubling the number one. Once they become the number one guy, that's the question. Can they still produce when they're facing double coverages and when they're being specifically game-planned against to be stopped? Yeah. 
Um, as it happens, anyway, Calvin Ridley's out this game. He hasn't travelled. He's stayed in Atlanta. Um, there's no real injury report form. It's just been cited yeah, for personal yeah. reasons. So this might have to be something that if you've got Calvin Ridley on your fantasy teams or if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, this might be something, a storyline you might want to follow. I don't know what's happened. I imagine life is bigger than NFL, even for NFL players. So he's out for personal reasons, but the club hasn't really said anything else other than that. So you've got Calvin Ridley out, you've got Zacchaeus, and you've got Russell Gage. Russell Gage is out in this game, who plays slot receiver for them. So this is a, I'm going Kyle Pitts alert. You know, this is a Kyle Pitts alert. You know, like if we, get, if, if I had a siren with a Rubaxin alert, this would be it. You know, you know, if and, and he's playing a team that would favour it. He's playing a team that would favour Kyle Pitts breakout. His receiving grade isn't too bad. His receiving grade with PFF is a steady sixty-seven. Anything over sixty-five with PFF is really a steady grade. So he's actually got a sixty-seven. He's a seventh most um, elite. He's the seventh tight end in the league at the moment for both receptions and receiving yards. But we've seen his targets go up week upon week as Atlanta Falcons are trying to get him into this offense. Yeah. And last week he had um, nine targets. He only caught four of them and he only got 50 yards. But you can see how they were trying to force the ball to him a little bit more. And I think if he's going to have a breakout game, it's going to have to be the Jets. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's going to have to be the Jets. He hasn't scored a touchdown this season. No. He's got 189 yards. He's got himself 15 receptions. He's been targeted 24 times. You know what I mean? So it's not that he's not getting the share. It's that the, it points to me that there might be a little bit of a little bit of teething problems between him and Matt Ryan as they start to get on the same page. The good news is, is this is the page to get it on. Yeah. There's really nothing yet secondary. Um, Marcus May is a steady safety. Austin Davis is a steady safety. They've got two very young cornerbacks, you know. Um, yeah, and, and I just feel that um, I think they're both second year cornerbacks. They're a group who are building for the future, um, you know, like, but, but they're, they're not going to really frighten anybody today, at least not in their secondary. So the, 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 like the matchup, which I think the Falcons are going to want to look at, is going to be. Can we get Kyle Pitts the ball and can Kyle Pitts put up 100 yards and a touchdown this game, you know? Yeah. Um, I think we'll have to give some mention to Cordell Patterson. You know, like it was... Cordell Patterson's kind of... He was a first-round draft pick back in the day when Minnesota took him. Um, and he, he was always elusive in a bit of a yards-after-catch machine in college. Yeah. But he kind of made his name in the return game. He was at the radars for a little bit and he, you know, like he's dotted around a couple of different teams and teams have tried him as a gadget back. Teams have tried him as a running back. Teams have tried him as a wide receiver. And he's never really produced on any level of consistency. And I'm not really banking on him doing it this year, to be honest with you. I think it's a bit of an anomaly what we're seeing at this moment in time. Okay. But I mean, last week he had, you know, 82 yards, five catches. He had three touchdowns. They're clearly finding a way to get the ball in his hands in space, which is where he's going to be better. He's never going to be a high point wide receiver. He's going to be used out the backfield on sweeps and he's going to be used out on, you know, like on, on long extended running plays and yeah. tosses, QB tosses. Yeah. 
But they really want to get him the ball in space, right? And use that, I suppose, that elusiveness to be able to generate yards. But yeah. hey, he deserves a mention in this game because last week he had three TDs, you know? He's um, um, RB3 on, on sleeper at the moment for the season. Sorry? He's third at running back on sleeper for the yeah, season. So I, far. Think he's, I think he's going to be like touchdown dependent. I don't think yeah. he's going to continue it, Tom. I think it's just an anomaly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be banking on him. I wouldn't be like banking on him week in, week out. I think he might have a game this week because yeah. the, the, the Falcons are so depleted. And they're not really getting a lot, lot out of Mike Davis at the backfield. Yeah. So I think on the Falcons side of the ball, I think it's this is a breakout game for Kyle Pitts. Um, but Corridell Patterson is also somebody to look at. I'll move up to the Jets in a moment, but I'll let you have a see on what you think about that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's funny you mentioned Patterson, and we'll, we'll go on to our Fantasy 3 later, but he, 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 is, on, he is on mine. Um so, you know, you're, you're right. I, I've seen the Falcons this season. You know, they, they beat us. Um, and, you know, no feet like. But um, it, it, we we struggled against him, him specifically. You know, they had Ridley, which was was big at that point. Um, you know, like you say, you, you get a lot of double coverage on him and he takes away your big focus. And then uh, you still see defences scared of pits. So, although he's not producing, producing at the moment... You know, the Giants were focused on him. They put Peppers out on him quite a bit. Um, so it is allowing, like you say, there's a lot of like the, the sweeps or he doesn't he doesn't tend to line up outside quite a bit. He, he does come from the back for a lot of movement. Um, he screens, he had a great screen against us. Um, I, 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 I'm with you, you know, you would hope this would be Pitts' game. Um, purely for our entertainment, you know, the, the preseason hype over him and, you know, what everyone wants to see from him. They want to see him succeed. And um, we've not seen him score a touchdown yet, which is a bit disappointing. But yeah, I, 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 for me, Patterson is going to be big in this game, I think. The Jets the Jets are weak, aren't they? Um, yeah. The Jets probably, I mean, there's a question here. What if this ends up being Zach Wilson's breakout game? To be honest with you, neither defence here fills us with dread. I don't particularly like the Jets secondary. And when it comes to that Falcons, you know, they've got Deion Jones in the middle of that linebacking core, who's still a very, very good player. One player who is having a very good season for the Falcons secondary is the second-year corner out of Clemson, AJ Terrell. Despite them leaking yards all over, he's actually been pretty shut down for the first three games of the season. You only allowed four catches um, for 32 yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's got a decent PFF grade of 71.3 in coverage, which is a good, that's a good PFF grade, you know? Anything over 70, you're talking good. Yeah. So he's in his second year now. I like them for the radars coming out that draft, but he got taken a few picks beforehand by um, Atlanta. And he's starting to become a very good corner in his secondary for the Falcons. He plays left-hand corner. Left-hand corner. <laughs> so he's not going to be matched up against one particular wide receiver because he's not going to travel with them he's not like Jalen Ramsey who's going to travel about he plays left-hand cornerback so he's going to be matched up against different wide receivers but I suppose the matchup which I'm going to be looking at is going to be between him and Corey Davis the free agent that they took across from Tennessee this year yeah if and you've got Denzel Mims in there. I don't know what Elijah Moore's fitness is like at this moment in time. Um, 
So it's a difficult one to call this. Um, but yeah, I do I do think that Coy Davis and AJ Terrell might be a matchup worth watching. You know, Davis had a decent season last year. He's had some drops this year, but he had a decent season last year. So we know we've got a sample size for him that he can be successful in the NFL. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got paid by the Jets in free agency. Yeah, yeah. So there is so AJ Terrell up against this kid, you know, like will, will be an interesting battle. Um, you know, Zach Wilson, you know, improved last week. He had a good game last week. In this Fulton's defense, apart from the odd player, like I've just mentioned, um, is really quite porous. You know, they're gonna they're, they're, there's players to be had on them. You know, Tyler Heineke put yards on them last week. Yeah, you know, like there's there's players to be had on this on this Fulton's team. Um, and the Jets have got a legitimate game changer on the middle of their defensive line in Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams has got a really good pass rush grade, 74. He's got four sacks already for the season. And the Atlanta Falcons in the middle of their offensive line are starting a rookie called Jalen Mayfield, who struggled terribly at guard so far. He's got a pass blocking grade of under, of under 30. I think it's 20 is his pass blocking grade, which is atrocious. He's already allowed four sacks this season and had five penalties called on him. Jeez. So you've got to think that Quinn and Williams in the middle of that Jets defense can can Terrorism. dismantle can dismantle and can cause pressure and pocket. As a result of that, I'm gonna probably I'm not gonna back anybody or bet on this realistically <laughs> for money. But I'm thinking that the Jets can win this. I'm thinking that the Jets can put a series of wins together. And go back to back from their victory last week. So I think the Falcons are going to be deflated losing in the last minutes of a game. And the yeah. Jets are going to be pumped up, winning, yeah. you know, like in the last moments of a game. And I think one team's going in with confidence, the other team's feeling a bit flat. And I just think that the Jets have got they've gotten they've got an opportunity here. I would I can imagine they're going to stay away from AJ Terrell because he's locking down. Yeah. But they're going to look at the other cornerback side and they're going to try to make some plays there. But there is enough. It's not the most exciting game, but there yeah. is enough there to be able to find some matchups and have a look at it. You know what I mean, Tom? Yeah. So the spread is 2.5. So Jets plus 2.5. I'm taking that. I, I would take, I wouldn't, I'm not going to back it. But yeah. if, I was, if I wanted to back something in this game, I would take the Jets. I would put the money on the Jets plus 2.5. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like I don't think there'll be anything more than a field goal in it either way. And I quite yeah. fancy the Jets to be the team that win it outright by a free goal. Right, okay. okay. Like it, like it. So next, we've obviously got Packers and Bengals. Bengals, you know, performing way above expectations at the moment. Packers back on the track after their first mm -hmm. uh, first week misery. Um, so what's your thoughts on this one? Exciting game. Yeah, you know, the Bengals are really doing well. We'll have to give the Bengals some credit where credit's due. You know, like, I quite fancied them as to be a really improved team this year, but I didn't fancy them to be a winning record. Mm. I thought they might a bit, you know, like, squeeze their ways to six wins and improved. Because I thought the EFC North was very tough. But they've done well so far. I mean, but to be honest with you, it took a last minute, you know, like, the, the, it took a field goal to beat Jacksonville last week. You know, like, it, it, it took them time to put them away. But look, a win's a win on the record. Um, their offence is very exciting. They've got T Higgins coming back this week. Yeah. So they're going to have Tyler Boyd lined up in Y. You're going to have T Higgins lined up in X. 
and you're going to have that interchangeable with Jamal Chase, who can be lined up with Z. Um, you know, Jaya Alexander has got an injury. He's been on the injury report for the Green Bay Packers. So we don't know if their star corner is going to play or not at this stage. I guess it's something to keep an eye on on the injury report. Um, we know that the Green Bay Packers with Devante Adams and Aaron Rodgers are going to put points on the board. So we know that the Bengals are going to have to keep up with that and they're going to be going to the air a lot to keep explosive. Um, yeah, it's a really... This is a good matchup. I'm quite intrigued by this game. I'm yeah. more intrigued because it's in Cincinnati. It's a Green yeah. Bay coming on the road. If it was in Green Bay, I think Green Bay would be heavy, heavy favourites. Um, but the Bengals' offence, I think, can have some staying power. And their defence hasn't been that bad this year. Their defence has been quite surprising. Ah, there we go. Jaya Alexander is confirmed as out. Okay. So there we go. This is this is a big deal because it means Eric Stokes goes in there. And um, Kevin King. Um, and neither of them have good pass coverage grades. Stokes has got a couple of interceptions, but his pass coverage game is only 50. You know, right. and we know that Kevin King can blow out in the biggest stage. <laughs> and we know and we know that um like the, the Cincinnati Bengals have got have got some weapons to exploit that. Um I think this could be a really good game for Jamar Chase. Um I mean it's difficult to pick those. They've got that's a really good wide receiver trio, that you know. Yeah, you've not got a standout, have you really? It's no it's you'd a expect really some good receptions. But then I suppose that's huge for, for the Bengals. You'd rather have that, wouldn't you? Then you're keeping the defence guessing there where you're going. You've got to keep them true. Yeah, you're going to go, well, who's going to... Who, who are going to key on? And this Green Bay defence isn't too good, Tom. And with mm. Jair Alexander gone, it's got a lot worse. Yeah. Um, I think that the Bengals can put some points up here. I don't know if they can win it because, you know, like Green Bay's offence is absolutely brilliant. And Aaron yeah. Rodgers is... Aaron Rodgers and... <laughs> Devante Adams is Devante Adams, and you know they've got Tonyan, who seems to be a bit of a red zone threat. Yeah, you know you've got you've got the two running backs who they're involved in now. They're, they're bringing AJ Dillon on alongside Aaron Jones. You know, so you've got a nice stable of backs there. Um, Expecting quite a high-scoring game, or yeah, yeah, I think that both teams are going to score over 20, 20 points. I don't know what the over/under is officially, um, but I think that no. could be forty-eight. There could be, there could be forty-eight. There could be fifty points in this game, maybe. Um, yeah, over forty-seven. Under overs forty-seven and a half. I would take it. I would take the over. Yeah. I thought I would take the over. I think there could be forty-eight points in this game. I think both teams are capable of putting twenty-four points up each, especially yeah. with Jaya Alexander out at this moment in time. Um, the spread's I think three the, between the teams. Sorry, what was that? The spread's three between the teams. Bengals plus three. Green Bay minus three. Where would your money be on that? It's a tough one. I still think Green Bay are too good of a team for them. Yeah. I still if the Bengals had beaten the Jags more convincingly last week, I'd feel a lot more hopeful going in. Yeah. But look, that Jags offense is a bit of a mess at the minute with Urban Meyer. And I don't think he's figuring out how to play a cause in the NFL, how to call how to call or uh, make play calls in the NFL. And I think that um, had the Bengals stomped all over them, I'd feel a lot more confident if I was a Bengals fan this week. Yeah. Um, despite the three and one record, they're, they're meeting a very good Green Bay team. I think yeah. Green, Green Bay will win it. I think it'll be by a touchdown. But I don't think that Bengals can hang around in this game and yeah. make it difficult for them and make it uncomfortable for them. 
Yeah, um, good will be a good watch out. Yeah, yeah, it will be. It will be. So, next game, one I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not really looking forward to. Um, Giants and Cowboys, um, you know, I think we already know who your winner, picked winner is here, but I think it's not really a surprise to anyone. I think everyone will be the same. Uh, but what, what's your thoughts? Where's this game won and lost? Daniel Jones. Okay. Daniel Jones, look, give Daniel Jones had a really good game last week and he had a decent game against the Falcons. Now, this is something that's not un- that is unusual. We're in on chartered waters at this moment in time. I don't <laughs> think Daniel Jones has strung back-to-back games together where he's been really impressive. He's been dead spotty. Um, but seeing that, like this, this Cowboys team is designed to take the ball away on defense. It's not a particularly stifling defense, but what they're doing is they're creating turnover opportunities, and it's Trayvon Diggs who's been able to do that. Rinsing. Daniel Jones is going to have to throw the ball to keep up with what the Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott will do, and their air attack of C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, the two tight ends that they've got in, you know, and Zeke who's no mug out the backfield either. Apollo. I think, I think they're going to put the ball. They're going to put the ball in Daniel Jones's hand, and Daniel Jones holds the key to this. If he throws two or three picks, which we know he can't on. This game's going to get away from you quickly. Yeah. If he can be conservative with the ball, if your offensive line can protect him, and if he's going to have to be switched on, though, he's going to have to be switched on. At this moment in time, I don't think I would be going near Trayvon Diggs' side because he's he's full of confidence. He's got five interceptions for the season. You know, like he's you know like five interceptions for four games. He's on fire. Oh, he's on he's on pace. You know, he started becoming good at the back end of last year. Started yeah. looking good at the... Started coming along as, at the back end of last season as a rookie. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for me, for, for me, if I was the, the Giants, you're going to want to establish the run. You're going to want to keep the clock going. You want to get Saquon going. You want to try and bother that. You know, you want to try and keep the ball out of Dak Prescott's hands is what you want to do because I don't think yous are designed... To stop teams scoring twenty-one points in the corner in, in a quarter, like we're we're our cover three at the radars is all we're not going to let this big play behind you. But I think you want to get into leads and you want to go man coverage and you want to play different schemes in defence and you want to be creative. And it'll depend on whether Saquon Barkley can get into the game. Don't think the Cowboys will allow it. I think yeah. what they'll do is is they'll go. We want Daniel Jones making thirty passes and day. And we're gonna and, and we're and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to score points quickly. Um, your team is 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 Blake Martinez still missing, Tom? He's done for the season. Done Thank for the you. season. Done yeah. for the season. And you've lost Dalvin Tomlinson in the middle of that defense. Yeah. And Zeke Elliott's hot at this moment in time. For as much as I think that Dak Prescott's gonna want to get the ball to Chase Young and his two tight ends and Omari Cooper, I think. If Zeke touches the ball 20 times out the backfield this week, I think he could get 100 yards quite easy on your side. Yeah. You know, missing missing somebody like Tomlinson in the middle of defence who's went to Minnesota and missing um, Blake Martinez. I think he could be quite vulnerable to the run this, this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, 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 I think it's going to be difficult for you, Tom. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me um, is Andrew Thomas is questionable at the moment. Um, he's limited all week. 
he's really struggled with a foot and ankle injury that he picked up in the last game. Um, if he doesn't play, Joe Judge has been blown out once so far in his, his career with, with the Giants. I'd expect a blowout. If Andrew Thomas doesn't play, I would expect an absolute blowout because you're talking Nate Solder moving back to left tackle. He's been an absolute shambles at right tackle, never mind you know how bad he was pre-COVID before he took the season out at left tackle for us. We'll then have Matt Pert at right tackle, who was drafted last year as a developmental tackle, who's not been being developed. Um, it's going to be a real, real problem. Um, so there's that to have tight end now every single snap, and he's still getting absolutely destroyed. Um, mm. So, you know, as much as DJ has been, you know, has been good this season, he's been efficient. There's, there was a stat out, um, there's a QB, QBR rating, I think, plus 90. There's Kyler Murray holds it for five consecutive games. But DJ's the same for them five consecutive games. It's only those two. He's been efficient this this year. Um, my my worry is you're right. He's he's got the picks in him. He's efficient when he's got time in the pocket. You saw that against the Saints. Our O line held up really well. He isn't going to have time in the pocket this game. He's going to have to get the ball out quick, um, which is where you know we all know he stares down the receiver. He's not going to have time to go through his reads. He's going to be staring down that first receiver. It's not going to be Golladay, who I think Diggs will match up against because they'll probably look at him as the deep threat. But you're looking at maybe Tony in the slot. Um, and it's it's what Cowboys can do against that. You're right, I don't think we'll be able to establish a run that well. Um, but yeah, I, it's not a game I'm looking forward to, if, if I'm honest. If Andrew Thomas starts, then do you know what? I'm looking forward to the game. It'll be an exciting game. I still don't think we'll win. Um, but it makes a massive difference if he starts because he... He is a franchise left tackle. Like he, this season he is he's been unreal. Um, he's the highest graded second year tackle. Um, whereas last year he was the worst first round tackle graded. You know, and he, he came out he was playing with a, an injury all season, but he's really turned it round, and it's been huge for DJ. But the, I mean, it shows the spread seven. Um, you know, they're clear heavy favourites, the Cowboys, and and I. I I wouldn't be shocked to take that. I think I think they might go above that, Tom. Yeah, I think it's a minimum. We saw a very impressive Carolina team go there last week. And although the score looked close, it took two Sam Donald rushing touchdowns. Yeah. You know, like it's not like they were throwing those touchdowns. It was Sam Donald, you know, like running them in, which is which is, you know, like he needs the NFL on. Quarterback running touchdowns at the moment. <laughs> You know what I mean? And 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 the and although DJ Moore kept that game close and they come back into it, the Cowboys really at any point you felt could put their foot on the gas again and build up that lead again. Yeah. Um I watched that game and I really enjoyed that that Panthers Cowboys game last week. Um a big fan of DJ Moore. Um yeah, so I just kind of thought like, you know, like this this Cowboys team, CD Lamb was quiet last week. You know, saying he won't, he's going to want to be hungry for for touches soon. Yeah, D- Dalton Schultz had a good game last week, and I think this week it's a CD Lamb game. Yeah, I think you're going to have Bradbury lined up on Cooper. Yeah, you got I think Amari Cooper is going to probably see a lot of Bradbury because he's going to play out. Is I think he's going to play out with Exelot Cooper. Yeah, and I think what you'll see is is you will see CD Lamb playing out the slot sometimes. Playing out at flank as sometimes in the Z position. You know, they're going to use him in motion. Yeah. You know, the the difference between an X, Y, and Z receiver 
is the X receiver's tethered to the line of scrimmage, which means you can't move, you can't move your X receiver. Your Z receiver is just behind the line of scrimmage. You can put him in motion. Yeah. And sometimes you'll see teams put them in motion. And the reason why teams do that is because if the cornerback follows them, you know he's in they know they're in man coverage. If the cornerback stays and he goes by himself, you know they're in zone coverage. So it allows the quarterback to be able to see a little bit of what coverage is going on. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Um, and then I have to make some defensive adjustments. doesn't mean that they're going to pass to that player. Sometimes yeah. it's just purely so they can see, are they in zone or are they in man? Um, yeah. And the Y, of course, is your slot wide receiver, who could also be a tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Y is traditionally a tight end. But it can be a now when we see three wide receiver sets, it can be a it can be a it can be a slot receiver as well. Yeah. So I think if CDs moved around, which he which he often is, I think it can pose some problems for you. Um yeah. I'm not quite sure who's gonna pick him up in your slot. If you talk about a kid who's six foot two and it can high point the ball playing in the yeah. slot. Yeah, okay. I and mean, that's it. It'd be a Dory Jackson that they've moved the Dory Jackson inside quite a bit and they're putting Rodarius Williams out out wide. More of a speed package, but Adore Jackson is, isn't tall. <laughs> he's short. He's a short corner. Um, so I don't know. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Graham move back to a more zone coverage this game. Um, you know, last year we, we played zonal constantly. Um, don't get me wrong, this season we brought Adore Jackson in because he wanted to go more man. And we've got more man, and our defense doesn't look anywhere near as good as it was last season. And against yeah. the Cowboys, you need to be that bend, don't break, because they're gonna put yards up, but don't give it on behind you. Give it in front. Um, so, I mean, oh, hopefully Graham comes up with some sort of scheme, and you know, it's a competitive game. Um, but you know, we're we're at the, we're in their turf, turf as well with the AT and T. Um, you know that. Bit of Dak retribution. Logan Ryan injured him, put him out for the season last season. Um, I just think all signs point to a for me a blowout. If Andrew Thomas is is out, I I, I would be shocked if we put more than ten points on the board. Yeah, I think it's going. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a. Um, I think it's going to be a, a Cowboys win. I can see them winning by more than a, than a touchdown, Tom. Yeah, it depends on Daniel Jones being conservative. Yeah, I mean, we've yeah. talked about this game quite a bit because. A lot of fans in the UK are Giants fans, and a lot of them are Cowboys fans. The NFC East has still got some pull. Um, would this game be televised if it wasn't even an NFC interdivision game? Probably not, Tom. You know, yeah, the Cowboys are on. Um, it's not as good as the slate of games as last week by any stretch of the imagination. Like, you know? No. However, moving on to the next one is a brilliant game. Um, probably the probably the pick of the bunch for me. Um, and and yeah, I mean. Chiefs, there's questions at the moment. Um, so you know, where are you at here? Where's the matchups? Where's it won? Um, do you know what it's like? The Bills should know better. The Bills defense is playing very good at this moment in time, yeah. But they've never they've not added to that secondary. They've still got Levi Wallace out there, who was a walk on at Alabama, an undrafted free agent who holds his own at corner. He's not the worst corner in the NFL, he's not the best. Dead steady. But they've got Kelsey. They've got Tyreek Hill. And at some point, you've got to think that one of them can get into this game. What they haven't got this year is they haven't got Sammy Watkins. I've been saying this. Who's the number two wide receiver? 
But yeah, the Chiefs is not good at all. I think they're going to miss a player like Sammy Watkins, you know, like who was who was a first round and a legitimate talent. You know what I mean? Though? But I do think that Tyree Kill off the back of a phenomenal week last week can have another big week this week. Um, it's at the Chiefs' ground. It's at our head. Look, the, the, the Bills have improved their pass rush. The Chiefs' offensive line is very young. They've yeah. theoretically got four rookies on there because the game yeah. was right tackle. Didn't play last season. Sorry, three rookies on there. I'm not the whole center right guard, right tackle up should all really be rookies because the kid who's playing right tackle sat out this first year because of COVID. You know, um, they've got Antonio, uh, they've got um, Orlando Brown. Sorry, they've got Orlando yeah. Brown at left tackle and they've got Joe Tooney at left guard. So it's basically a brand new offensive line. You know, and and you know, like can 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 the Bills pass rush? Put enough pressure on Mahomes. We know the formula to beat Mahomes now. Yeah. Lots of zone coverage at the back. Put lots of pressure on him at the front. Close off with zones and quarter coverage and clamp down on his wide receivers. And put pressure on him so he's scrambling around at the back. Yeah, making for them picks. The Eagles didn't even do that last week. They went man coverage against Tyree Kill and got absolutely annihilated by Tyree Kill because of it. Yeah. The Bills are going to go zone heavy. They have a quarters coverage team, which means they're going to leave their two safeties back. You never get them really dropping into the box much. Their cornerbacks are going to drop back and they're going to have a cover four at the back pretty much all the time. Yeah. I still think Tyree Kill can take this game. I think that Travis Kelsey can take it seems to be which yeah. one's hot each week as well um i don't think the bills have improved but i don't think the chiefs will win it okay spreads two and a half on that one you take kansas minus take kansas now ahead i'm taking yeah. kansas now ahead there's enough to like about the bills josh allen's got hot these last few weeks you know we always said which is who's the real josh allen is 2019 josh allen or was it 2020 josh allen yeah. First game of the season, he looked like 2019 Josh Allen. Last week, he looked like 2020 Josh Allen. You know what I mean? And, you, and you're like, you're like, oh, you know, you look. They've invested in him, so they think that that that's what he is. And yeah. look, to be honest with you, his last couple of games, he's looked more like the Josh yeah. Allen last year. Yeah, I think, I think he he's, I think he can score a touchdown with his own legs this week. If I was having a little punt, I might go Josh Allen. For a, a touchdown yeah. of his own and any time touchdown by himself. Yeah. Um Chiefs defense is weak so far this, this season. Yeah, they, they play a lot of man coverage and you've got digs out there, you know, they, they play a lot of cover one, they blitz a lot on third down and play cover zero, you know, yeah. whether whether it's just lined up in man. Um the defense, you know, like it's like it's it there it, there is places you can win on them. Steve Spagnuolo. He wants to create. He wants to create pressure, and he wants to play a wide front. And um, Chris Jones has moved outside the defensive end and hasn't been yeah. as good as he was in no production defensive yeah. battle. Frank Clark's been a real disappointment, apart from some playoff games since he's arrived there. He's been a bit of a waste of a, a draft pick and wages. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think that the Bills will be enough hope there for them. I just think that. Look, the Chiefs have already lost once at Arrowhead this season to Chargers. I don't think they're going to lose twice there in one year. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, don't think, I don't think they're going to lose twice there in one year. Yeah. Um, they're going to have fans there. The stadium's incredibly loud. They're going to make it difficult for the Bills quarterback. 
You know, and I just think that the Chiefs, they're getting Kyle Edwards alert into the game. And I think that, I think that I'm backing the Chiefs to win. And if I'm picking a matchup, is it what I say, Kelsey? What I say, Hill? I think Hill can have a big game again this week. You know, I think it's going to be one of them. And I think Hill can have a big game again this week. I think Diggs might do better this week than what we've seen recently. I think Diggs. Yeah, a bit quiet so far, isn't he? Yeah, I think Diggs can. I, I, he's been a he's been a factor. He's just not got in the paint. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think um, I think that Diggs can have a good game this week. They're going to need him. They're going to yeah. need him. But there's nothing particular about that secondary outside Tyron Matthew, who really is frightening. You know. <laughs> so I think I think this couldn't be a high. I think this will be a high scoring game. What's your one on this? Let's have a quick scan now. Let's have a look. I think this will be a high-scoring game. 52 and a half. Yeah, it's going to go over. Yeah. It's going to go over that. I'm backing you over on that. I might yeah. poly you that. I might make a nice little poly out of that. You know, and take the Packers-Bengal to go over 48 and a half. Yeah. And, 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 and chuck this Chiefs game to go over. Yeah. And then maybe try to find another over game, which I really fancy, you know? Yeah. Um, Actually, I, I might have a look at the Chargers Browns because I think that game might go under. I think that'll be quite a tight, close scoring game. So I might stick a little poly in there, like you know. We'll get them on Twitter for their followers. Yeah, yeah. They love the Geordie Preachers bets. Um so then the the last game. Um I think if you said at the start of the season, you know, Colts versus Ravens on TV, you'd be quite excited to see it. Colts haven't lived up to expectations. Yeah, um yeah, to be fair, you're, you're right. Uh, but they've got them off, so they're always exciting to watch, aren't they? So, um, biggest matchup here for you, you know, where's this one and lost? Carson Wentz again. A lot of this is on the quarterbacks this week. Yeah. You know, a lot of this is on the quarterbacks this week. The Ravens' defence is slightly depleted since they lost Marcus Peters. But they've still got, like, Jimmy Smith and they've still got Marlon Humphreys and they've still, you know, they've still got a lot of talent there. That defense in general is going to blitz a lot. Morwick's going to want to blitz a lot. He's one of the most blitz-heavy defensive call, uh, player callers in the NFL. Um, that Colts offensive line hasn't been great. They never really drafted a left tackle. Um, Quentin Nelson's banged up. I think he still might be on IR. And um, he might be playing now. I don't know. I haven't followed the Colts that closely. But either way, you know what I mean. I think that this is going to be, you know on Carson Wentz, you know, yeah. can it can they put him under pressure. He keeps a hold of the ball too long. Two screens, Carson Wentz is <laughs> Bones Jones putting the chat. You know, um yeah, I think that's where the game will be won or lost on the arm of Carson Wentz. I don't see the Colts winning this. I don't know yeah. how they can win this. I think the Ravens are gonna thud them. Um, um and I think that they're never going to really be behind in this game. I think they'll probably score and keep the lead all the way through it. Um, I think I'm interested to see what the Ravens do with running back. You know, they've got the Tavius Murray. There was an X-radar there. I don't know if Bell's been activated off that practice squad yet. Um, yeah, he, uh, he 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 got a few snaps last week, first first game. So, so there we go. You see, I think I think and I think that um, I think that Lamar Jackson can have quite a big game here this week. Yeah, he's a beast. He, he, as much as people question him. For me, he's he's unbelievable. And he's such a good watch. Yeah. Um, the over and unders, uh, sorry, no, the spread six and a half, one score game. I think. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm, taking, I'm taking the Ravens on that. Um, 
But yeah, I think other than that, there's nothing much interesting. Over unders probably uh, quite yeah, forty three sort of average. You'd expect it because the Ravens, but it's whether the Colts can put any points on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see. So I've flagged some um, questions we had in the group over fantasy. I know you've probably answered quite a few of them in there. Um, but just in case anyone else is wanting to to listen or has the same sort of dilemmas, let me just have a quick look at the starred messages. So um, Chris has asked, who should he start at his second running back slot? So he's got Derek Henry in his first, but the second is either a questionable uh, Swift or Leonard Fournette. Who would you start second? Miami's defense running against their, their, their run defense hasn't been good this year. And I know that Ronald Jones hasn't really had the success he was having last year. Yeah. I've got this. I've got Fournette in one of my fantasy teams, and I've I've put Fournette in this week. I mean, the other option was Miles Gaskin, by the way. Yeah. He's just terrible. <laughs> so I was like, uh, or Damian Harris, who hasn't yeah. had such the year I expected from New England. I've got I've got Alvin Kamara on the other spot, so I'm picking between Damian Harris, Miles Gaskin, and Leonard Fournette, and I've decided to go with Leonard Fournette this week. Okay. I haven't got the, quite the luxury that Chris has got. But I do think. <laughs> look at Bones putting up his yeah. putting up his Swift. His Swift <laughs> but I do. I do think. I do think that this could be a four net game because Tom Brady looked pretty rusty against his old club last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still threw some dimes. It's Brady at the end of the day, but for next comes out and he, he, yeah, he's yeah. Antonio Brown's drop. Oh, that was a dime. It was a shame. Would be a twenty point game for me. Had to. Oh, yeah, yeah, enjoyed it to be fair. Um, second question, so probably a big one for a lot of people. Russell Wilson's looking like being out for six to eight weeks. Um, you know, can Geno Smith, is it Geno Smith, I think he's called, step up and 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 replace him? Or the specific question was the options for a replacement in his team are either Derek Carr, uh, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, Matt Ryan, Mac Jones. Or Justin Fields. I don't know why he's got six quarterbacks, but that's the, what the question was asking. Who would you be putting in there this week? He's obviously playing in a ten-man league, um, and you can just stream a quarterback in. Look, it depends what you want to do. If you want to be steady and you want to pick a quarterback and just leave him in for the four or five weeks that Russell might be potentially out for, you could look at somebody like Carl or Donald and think, "I don't have to stream it in." If he's looking at matchups, the Justin Fields matchups particularly good this week against the Raiders. The Raiders defensive front play a penetrative four, which means that their goal is to get upfield and to affect the pass. They don't think about the run. It's about get, it's about one gap penetration, get up and affect the pass. If it's a run play or a quarterback designed run play, they're not specifically playing contain. That's up to our linebackers to do that. Okay. And I think that there could be yardage for Justin Fields underneath that. I think if he, he is going to want to scramble about, because I think he's going to be forced to yeah. with Max Crosby and Yannick Ngokwe in his grill and that offensive line. So he is going to have to kick the pocket a few times. And I think he might be able to break some yardage with his legs and yardage with legs with quarterbacks. I'll get you good points. Nice points, yeah. Um, so whilst I don't think he's going to get three or four touchdowns, or at least I freaking hope not, I do <laughs> think he might get 60 or 70 yards 
and run a touchdown in as well. And then if he throws a touchdown and gets two hundred yards passing, he's got a very he's got a very good game behind him. So yes. look, you've got Lance there as well. I just think that Shanahan will will might lean on the run a little bit, and Lance is a legitimate red zone threat. I would be considering Lance, and I would be considering Fields, but I think this week I would go with Fields. Okay, like it. They were the only questions, so I think um, I didn't want to do this part, but we're going to have to move on to our fantasy three. Um, so as we said, you know, each week we're going to pick a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver, and sort of go head to head. There's no expectations of me winning at all. We're, I'm sure we're, we'll all agree on that. Um, but let's have a look at, at last week's results. Um, quite a resounding victory for you there, Mark. Um, yeah, especially since Antonio Brown dropped that TD, which he should have yeah. caught. You know yeah. that could have been a lot. That could have been an extra. That could have been an extra six points there. So yeah. it could have been seventy-two fifty-five. Tom, I picked the wrong running back from Kamara's game. I should have gone Buddy Saquon. Yeah, if you took um, you, you might you would have been close, wouldn't you? Yeah, but like I said, it, it was. The pick was he either went off and at least they had something to go with and I could come in here and go, well, at least Alvin Kamara scored well or he did shit and, and we won. Um, so we'll take the win there. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll we'll move on to, to this week. So I don't know if you've got your three already. I've got my three. Um, I've, got the, I've got, I've got, got, yeah, I've, I've got, right, I'm after a wide receiver. Just give us two yeah. seconds and I'll have a little look what I fancy. Yeah, I've got my three. Yeah, so... Um, Quarterback, um, I'm going Tom Brady this week. Mm. Um, so Dolphins have been poor, haven't they? Let's be honest. Um, and I'd expect with um, JPP and Jamal Dina back for uh, Tampa this, this week, I'd expect them to be getting the ball back off the Dolphins relatively quick. Um, I think Brady will see a, you know a lot of possession. Um, and he didn't throw a TD last week, so it's not like Brady. He'll, he, he's the Michael Jordan sort of guy. It'll take that personally. Um, so I expect him to go off um, and and hopefully compete with whoever you've got a quarterback. Who are you taking this week at quarterback? I'm going Joe Burrow. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think they're going to want to go at the air a lot. They've got three good wide receivers. We've already said Green Bay. They're going to be putting some points up this week. Yeah. He's going to have to keep pace with. Um, Aaron Rodgers, we know that the, that he throws the ball a lot. I think Joe Burrow is going to be my quarterback selection this week. Makes sense. That makes sense. My running back, we, we've already touched on him in this week, quite a bit of detail, is Corderell Patterson. Um, he, he's a triple threat. You know, he, he gives you special teams points. He gives you um, rushing points. He'll give you receiving points. Calvin Ridley out. It means that he's probably going to have more of a reception game. He'd like to think that you know he'd line up a bit more. Um, Jets aren't anything special, not that the Falcons are. Um, but the the I was having a look, and there's not many big running backs I'd look at this week. Um, and I also like to not take the sort of big names, although I've selected Brady at quarterback. But um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going Patterson there. Where are you at this week? No, I like your logic. He's going to get receptions. He's going to get running back touches. You know, I like your logic. I've got Nick Chubb. Yeah. I think Nick Chubb against what was coming into last week, a very poor LA Chargers run defence. Look, they managed to stop the Raiders, but I think that was more down to our offensive line being pants. 
or okay. set on not knowing who his blocking assignment was. <laughs> and Josh Jacobs having a duff ankle so he couldn't cut. Yeah. Um, so, but I do think that the, the Browns will want to establish the ball, the run. They'll want to keep the ball out of Justin Herbert's hands. I think that there is a soft centre to this Los Angeles Chargers front four. And I think that AJ, I think, I think that uh, Nick Chubb will have a, will go off in that game. Yeah. It's good. I think Bones has said there, you know, that Henry did well last, last week because, well, he does well every week, let's be honest, but no AJ Green and, um, Judo Jones there is is huge, but um, I think AJ's due back this week, or he's at least questionable rather than being confirmed as out. So um, who have the Titans got? I'm sure they've got on Chester Rogers, Julio Jones. Who are the two of the Titans playing? You mean? Yeah, who are the Titans playing? Yeah. Oh, that was a quick look there. Uh, uh, Jacksonville. Jack. Oh well, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe I should have gone Henry, but. Um, and then wide receiver again. I've, I've gone a bit left field, but there's reason behind it. I've gone Kadarius Tony. Um, you know, we touched on DJ's gonna have to get the ball out of his hands quick. Um, Shepard's been confirmed out again, so Tony's gonna line up in the slot a lot. Um, he had a bit of a breakout game against the Saints, you know, he, he was finally on the scene. Um, there was, there was one play where he made the same person miss four times. Um, you know, he's just he, his ankles are just ridiculous, and he's this gadget player. And I think if if the Giants are without Andrew Thomas and they're expecting to to move the ball down the field, they're going to have to look at Tony because they're going to have to get the ball out quick and hope that he makes players miss. Um, so I'd like to see him get a touchdown. It'd be great for him to score his first touchdown. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've gone there. There's plenty of others out there, um, without a doubt. But. I'm I'm a bit like you. I'm trying not to pick the big name. I'm trying to put that next tier down. I think I'm not going to choose him, but I think Hopkins, Nuke Hopkins, will have a massive game against the San Francisco 49ers. I don't really rate that San Francisco 49ers secondary. I don't know why the Seahawks went away for Metcalf last week when he Mm. was playing them because he was catching the ball at will and I thought he was going to have a massive game. And the Seahawks went away for Metcalf and I'm not too sure why. So I do think DeAndre Hopkins will have a massive game against yeah. the San Francisco 49ers. But I'm not trying to pick those top echelon guys. I kind of chose Henry last week and I felt a bit dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go the next TR down and I'm going to go DJ Moore again. Really like DJ Moore. I don't rate this Philly secondary. Whilst I do think their defensive front is sneaky good, I do think that Sam Donald and DJ Moore have a connection already. Christian McCaffrey's out injured still. You know, and I think, you know, DJ Moore had a good game last week. He's a yards after catch machine. He's yeah. going to be getting a lot of those eight, nine, ten yard passes that McCaffrey would be getting out the backfield. He's just going to be getting them on shallow crossing routes. And I think that DJ Moore will have another big game again this week. I like it. I like it. And right. I love DJ Moore. He's he's solid, isn't he? He's a solid, solid yeah. player. Love him. He's, he's class. They've done they did well taking him, without a doubt. Um, was it? He was free agent this year, wasn't he? Sorry? Did, did they pick him up in free agency this year? No, no, they drafted him. He was, a, drafted. He was, a, he was our own draft pick, DJ oh. Moore. He, he's been there. He's only 23, 24. He's been there four years now, I think. Right. Okay. He got a thousand yard last season for them, and this year he's really coming along as an yeah. NFL. Yeah. He was young when he came into the NFL, Tom. He was he was a junior when he came in, so he was like twenty coming into the NFL. Yeah. Um, I think he's like 23 now at the moment. He's due to turn 24 soon. 
but he's fast becoming a very, very good. He's going to get paid. Team. Is it contract year next year then? Contract year next year. They'll pick up a fifth year option and then he'll get paid after that. So yeah. it reminds us he's a bit like Steve Smith Senior, who played for them, you know, who should go to the Hall of Fame soon. Yeah. Um, it was one of my favorite wide receivers in the NFL. Just real gutsy, five foot ten, five foot nine. Nearly in the mouth, play outside, feisty, you know? Yeah. You were saying, I know you were saying in the overtime part, he's just he's just a yak monster. Yeah. Um, yeah really good yards after catch machine, more. Just yeah. so stout, hard to get down. Mm. So I think DJ more. I think DJ more. Perfect, Do you want right some there. good bets? Yeah, they're locked in. So I think what we'll we'll do again, I think we did it last week, we'll go back to the televised fixtures and we'll just get one fantasy player from you for each one. Um, so obviously we've already had Rams and Seahawks, we won't go there, but Jets and Falcons. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Packers, Bengals. Jamal Chase. Jamal Chase. Uh, Giants and Cowboys. C.D. Lamb. Bills and Chiefs. Tyree Kill. And then Colts and Ravens. Can I see Lamar Jackson? Of course you can. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Without a doubt, without a doubt. I'm trying to stay away from quarterbacks, but Lamar Jackson's going to have a threat with his legs as well. Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. He's a different breed. Um, right, well, all that, that's it. Um, second week done. Um, you know, we, we're going to continue this. Next week, I won't be here as I'm travelling down to London on a Saturday, um, but we'll have someone filling in. Um, won't be as good as me, obviously, but they will be here. Um, Mark, I think you're available next Saturday. You're meeting us on a Sunday, aren't you? Yeah, I'm meeting us on the Sunday. I'm coming down the Sunday. So I'll say, yeah. I'll, be on, I'll be on on Saturday. I imagine I might be on with Jordan or one of my boys if you and, yeah. if you and, um, if you and Matt are going down the go. Yeah, because I know Jamie's, I think he's in Manchester next weekend as well. So you're right. One from one from the overtime. Um, but as always, you know, fire us any questions at any point throughout the week. If they pop up, they don't need to be done on a Saturday. We'll save them. Um, we'll, you know, we'll go over the, the fixtures again next week. We'll look back at our scores. Um, maybe I'll have a better week this week. You know, it won't be a good 10 points in it. Um, and, and we'll go from there. So, we'll, you know, thanks again. We'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend and enjoy your NFL Sunday.